Here we go. You're listening to Rumination Thursday Law and Gospel on this June the 3rd in the year of our Lord 2021. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and on Rumination, we always like to have with us our good friend, Pastor Wes Reimnitz. Hi, Wes. Hi, Tom. How are you? Well, I'm doing good, and the reason we like to have you is you find these articles that are really very good for this program. And you sent me another one today entitled Beyond Atonement Theology. And we're going to be talking about it because it deals with a number of concepts that many people in the Christian church are unaware of. One of the concepts is called progressive Christianity. Another one, of course, is evolution. And another one, because it's progressive Christianity, here's what this author says, that the Christian church for decades and centuries teaches and preaches the mantra, Jesus died for our sins. And he goes on and says, it would be hard to measure the hurtful guilt and pain this teaching has caused God-fearing Christians over the years. Wow. That was quite a mouthful, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, this this all evolved from you, you know. Well, everything yeah. evolves from me, even yeah. from creation, are you talking about? <laughs> well... Yesterday you you did uh, Genesis one to three, and uh, I got to looking at that, and I said, "Here's the article we need to be looking at today about this uh, guilt over Jesus." Yes, and and the reason for that is, and this is what he says here: the historical roots of the problem date back to the middle of the second century these Christians began to read the Bible literally, which was not the intent of the Jewish authors of both the Hebrew and the Christian scriptures. And therefore, they came up with this idea of atonement is an outgrowth of a literal reading of the creation stories in Genesis 1 to 3. And who specifically does he give credit to for showing that Christianity is wrong? Of course, Charles Darwin. Yes. To begin with, the idea of Jesus dying for our sins has the premise of creation and human origins all wrong. According to Charles Darwin and evolution, there was never any perfect creation. Human life emerged in a natural selective process taking place over billions of years. Therefore, there could not have been a fall because there was nothing to fall from. Jesus did not come to rescue fallen sinners from a fall that never happened. Again, there was never any perfection from which to be corrupted. A great example 
of those who believe in evolution, and there are some Christians who do, and they have no idea that this, of course, displaces God, displaces a perfection in the Garden of Eden, and of course, makes the idea of Jesus atoning for sins ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. It uh, caused me to go down to what's left of my library and take a look, and, and lo and behold, I had a book on Darwin, Evolution, and Creation, edited by you-know-who, Zimmerman. Who's that one? Paul, by who? By Paul Zimmerman. And yes. one of the writers was John Klotz on Creation, and and one of the deal with the aftermath of what uh, Darwin has started was Raven Serberg that talked about the influence of what they had did. And this is a perfect example of what we're reading here is what's happened as a result of uh, this theory of evolution coming out. Paul Zimmerman was the, Paul Zimmerman was the president of the group that indicated that there was false doctrine being taught at Concordia Seminary, St. Louis, where I was at. And John Klotz was a professor there who was also a member of my congregation. In fact, I did his burial. And so, yes, these were great books uh, against evolution. No doubt about it. There is yeah. a book that CPH puts out, puts out yes. that I would really encourage. In fact, we gave it to our granddaughter last Saturday on her confirmation. It's called Faith Alive Student Bible. And what it is, it's an ESV translation, but throughout the Bible, it has many uh, pictures and a lot of things that help you to understand what is being said. Now, they had a section called What About Evolution? And it was very interesting when I read it. First of all, there is a kind of drawing underneath of going from a fish to a reptile to a monkey to a human being. And so here's what they say. Evolution is a term often used for a theory that all forms of life developed or evolved from lower forms. Many Christians would like to think that God created all things, as the Bible says, but that he used evolution. Fact is, however, evolution just doesn't fit with the Bible. Look back at Genesis 1. Notice that the Bible says God did his creating in six regular days, because each day had an evening and a morning. Notice, too, that one kind of plant or animal didn't become a different kind. They each reproduced their own kinds. Something else interesting, according to evolution, the sun would have to exist long before plants because plants need sunlight to grow. But God made plants on the third day and the sun on the next. Most important, See the care God put into making Adam and Eve. They just didn't evolve from some other animals such as apes. 
God made them specially, personally, by his own word. Isn't it wonderful to know God cares about you and all people so specially? To God, we're not just one more animal. We're his crowning touch on the whole creation. Well said, and I, I think that comes to the heart of the of, of this issue that they have um, put out here. You know, this article on uh, evolution. If you read Zimmerman's chapter on Darwin evolution and creation, he points out that in in a sense that uh, Charles Darwin was a Johnny Come Lately to the theory of evolution that it dates back to 600 A.D. Right. that there had been philosophers, that, uh, five or six of them, that had tried to come up with this theory of evolution. And it was only under Darwin that it took off. I compare Darwin as a human being like the serpent in the garden. Mm. That's the devil who acted like he knew what God had to say and therefore deceived Eve and Adam. And that's what Darwin has been doing. In the, uh, It's a kind of science that is really ridiculous because when we were in school, science was something that you observed, you tested, you had a hypothesis, uh, you did more work until it became close to a fact. But today's evolution doesn't go through those at all. They figure that it took millions of years for a diamond to grow in the ground from a fossilized tree. So the earth must be really, really old. And they have not been able to change a, a monkey into a human being or any other animal into a different animal because God made a command that they would follow their own kind. So evolution is really evolution. Well, of course, it probably takes a billion years for some light to, from a star to hit the earth or maybe for a tree to fossilize into a diamond. But uh, your explanation on cre creation of those things, I think, really stands stands tall on that. Yes, Adam saw all the stars uh, the day he was created because God had made sure that the light reached the earth immediately. So there wasn't a time period. But it's really interesting who the author is uh, of this thing that denies that Christ died for the world. His name is Dr. Jeffrey Franz. And you want to read what it says at the end of the article, who he is? Yeah, I, yeah, I especially included that because I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, who is he? Uh, he's, uh, he, he began his church ministry in the Baptist tradition and then went in and became a minister in the United Church of Christ. And he holds a doctor's of ministry degree from uh, a school of religion out in uh, California. And uh, he and his wife, of course, are now retired, but uh, he came out of the Reformed tradition. Yes. Now, he likes talking about it 
being progressive Christianity. That's just another word for liberal. I had those professors at the seminary who became Seminex. They didn't believe or didn't insist that it was true, that it was a six-day creation. I had one professor who didn't believe that Jesus rose from the dead bodily. He only rose spiritually. And therefore, he said to me, I would be in trouble if they found his bones uh, in a grave. And I said, no, I wouldn't, because I would just be a trick of the devil, because his bones are not in the grave. He's risen from the dead. But we had those kinds of professors, and they're now part of the ELCA, which has gone totally against Scripture. Yeah, this book that I would refer to, to you, edited by Zimmerman, Rave Server puts in a, a the influence of evolution, and he points out over and shows over the progression of that 150 some years into the 20th century that, uh, for instance, that uh, evol- the theory of evolution became what we call in religion higher criticism or the historical critical method, which led into what you were talking about the professors who did not believe that uh, Adam and Eve were real human beings. Yes. And so having believed in evolution rather than the Bible, he has to change everything in the Bible. For example, he says, human beings are not born in sin. Think for a moment how ridiculous this notion is. If any of us really believe an infant baby is a sinner, that's ridiculous. Sin has to do with freedom and responsibility as we grow into adulthood. It is not a condition we are born with. Children do not need to have their sins washed away in baptism. Christian baptism, therefore, needs to be reconsidered and understood more as a blessing of life rather than a removal of sin. And he backs that up by saying, Darwin's revelations, notice the word revelation, not God's revelation from the Bible, but Darwin's revelations radically crushed the traditional Christian view of salvation. Human beings do not need to be saved from a fall that never happened, nor do they need to be rescued or redeemed. Simply put, The salvation story of traditional Christianity is ill-founded and needs to be reinterpreted. And and that's why you got so many people in the United States who are saying, well, every religion has a different understanding of God, and it doesn't matter which one you follow, as long as you're at least faithful to one of them. And progressive Christianity, of course, denies much of what is in the Bible. Oh, yes. And uh, they also are part of that whole natural uh, feel-good type religion that that you want to get get involved with. And uh, they leave behind the, the, the very essence of what Scripture has to say, because when he said that uh, it does that 
the New Testament doesn't talk about uh, salvation. You know, I I put a question mark by the article, and I go, "What about John three sixteen? I thought that talked about salvation. Yes, he says, "Well, salvation is alluded in the gospel stories. It was never a major emphasis for Jesus or for the gospel writers. Rather than talk about salvation." Christianity should stress the importance of living lives of greater wholeness and ongoing personal transformation. This is what Jesus calls us to. The resurrection is about the birth of a new awareness and a new consciousness that lead to lives of personal transformation. This transformation includes our passion and commitment to social and economic justice. And if that is not a road that many congregations are going down, rather than talking about the salvation of people, they're into their form of social or economic justice. Well, they've, they've taken the Bible to as part of natural evolution and a progressing of... Uh, of the theory of God without any, uh, um, what do you call factual knowledge as, as you talked about earlier? Yeah. If you have a pastor who considers evolution, a possible way of creation, he is not a Christian pastor. And therefore Darwin's theories are having him change all kinds of things in the Bible. For example, this is what this, so-called Pastor Franz says, consider for a moment what the idea of Jesus dying for our sins suggests about God, Jesus, and us. Any God who would will the unspeakable suffering and death of an innocent Jesus on the cross is a monster God. Wow. Who could believe in such a God? And as, uh, for instance, the Gospel of John, where where he says, "Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world," and, and or John three sixteen, God so loved the world, and and uh, with evolution, it, it takes it, it takes it all away. Yes, in fact, talking about love, he says. Jesus becomes God's sacrificial victim to pay for the sin of Adam in the garden. What a dark and twisted distortion of our Christian story. Where is the love? Where is the compassion? Boy, talk about being blind to, as you just mentioned, John 3.16, for God so loved the world. Paul says, go ahead. Uh, No, go ahead. I lost the train of thought there. Oh, okay. Um, Paul says greater love would be for a man to die for someone else, and sometimes you might die for a friend. But boy, to die for your enemy, which Jesus did, is tremendous love. And so, therefore, the atonement theology, which means that we're one with God, needs to be sorted out and laid to rest in the practice of our Christian faith. There is no place for it 
as we near this decade of the 21st century? And there, therein lies our, our whole difference when we look at it. You know, on the one hand, they say it's evolution, it's writing uh, over time. And when we look at Scripture, we don't just say that it's man-written, but it is God-written. It, God's the author of the Scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. And wouldn't you say it takes some, some eyes of faith of the Holy Spirit working through the Word? Obviously, this pastor has lost his faith. And that's part because he's become a minister of the United Church of Christ, which is really a progressive church. Uh, they're okaying mm -hmm. homosexuality, abortion, all these kinds of things, because they're reinterpreting the Bible so that they become God rather than let the Holy Trinity remain as God. I, I wonder what he preaches on Trinity Sunday. <laughs> uh you would <laughs> didn't research that one, but, but uh, you're, you're right. I think you as well said it's man's religion versus God's religion. Who who do we put in, in control of these things? You know, they 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 say that uh, we shouldn't listen to the Bible because it's literal thinking. Well, are we supposed to read his article as literal thinking too? Yes. The fact of the matter is, this has been helpful to me, the article you sent, because if I have somebody in the cab I drive around, Uber, and we get talking about evolution, I'll simply ask him this question, where and when was there absolutely a sinless situation in evolution? And of mm. course, there is no answer to that. Man is born in sin. And so, therefore, there was no perfection at all, according to evolution, from which man could fall. Now, Charles Darwin is the voice of Satan himself. And the fact that people are listening to what I call evil evolution is really sad because the Bible is very clear that this did not happen over billions of years, but in six 24-hour days. Uh, you pointed out that, that Bible about faith. Also, a, a good book from Concordia Publishing House's Studies and Creationism by John Klotz. That's still available. Yes. Yeah. Concordia Publishing House has a number of excellent uh, books that one can read. You just go to cph.org on your computer and then go ahead and there's a subject line and put down a creation or evolution. And there are some great materials out there right now. It is a lie that all scientists believe in evolution. Only those without faith in the Bible believe in evolution. Not well said. all scientists. Well said. It's, it's to the point. Yeah, they still in a experiment cannot change from one species to another. And so th this is really quite ridiculous. You can have different forms like uh, um, this illness that we're having here in the United States. There are different forms it comes in 
and some can be worse, but that's not a process of evolution. That's simply a process of, well, when the one form is taken care of with medicine, then the other forms become more important because the medicine doesn't touch them. And that's how things grow. And you've seen it in the transgender, the sex changes, the various sort of things that are going on, that it's just not working. Every one of these problems is a denial of the first commandment. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And what people are doing, they're making themselves God. They're deciding what is their will for this life. And God is being removed. And the good news is that Jesus died for those sins and the sins of all mankind. And those that believe in him have eternal life. I'm not saying that every Christian who thinks evolution is an option is going to hell. But I am saying that they need to rethink their position there because Charles Darwin teaches things that absolutely deny the Bible. And some Christians may be unaware of those. And so take a look at the materials that Pastor Reimnitz has mentioned and become more interested in them. Because if your children get into a position in school where they're being taught evolution, it's a very good chance they will recognize there was no perfect time at all in evolution from which men to fall. And that will lead to a loss of faith in Holy Scriptures. Well said. I don't think I could really build on it. It's just really a good, good sound ending, and I'm glad we did this article today. Yeah, I'm glad you found it. Beyond Atonement Theology, anybody can look it up. And once more, uh, it is a former pastor. He calls himself a pastor, Jeffrey Franz. F-R-A-N-T-Z. Thanks so much. And the next Long Gospel will be an open mic Friday. Till tomorrow, God bless you. Listen to Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.